Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast, a twice-monthly podcast for people who experience the world intensely. Join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits. Welcome to episode 62 of the HSP Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And if this is your first time listening, just to give you a quick explanation of what the show is, it's for people who have sensory processing sensitivity or for those who want to learn more about it. I share stories, reflections, and personal experiences about the benefits and the challenges of being highly sensitive from my perspective. You know, as HSPs, we have certain traits that make us better suited to some things, whereas people without the trait might be better suited to other things. Being highly sensitive doesn't make us better or worse than other people. A few shows ago, in episode 59, I talked about people who are celebrated for their sensitivity, like artists and musicians. Today, I'm going to continue the discussion about other benefits of being highly sensitive, and I'm tried to focus on ones that aren't the most obvious. So these are kind of more hidden benefits. Also, I'm not going to cover benefits of being highly sensitive in the workplace because that will be yet another separate episode. So here's a list of six benefits of being highly sensitive that you may not have thought about before. Okay, the first item on the list. We know where the fire exits are. Basically, we care about and notice details that other people might miss. Because we hate making mistakes, Therefore, we take learning from our mistakes very seriously. We think about the consequences of everything we do and what other people do. So I have a question for you. As an HSP, has anyone ever accused you of being too serious? Are you raising your hand? Well, my question is, let's flip that around. What if nobody was serious? What if no one paid attention to details and nuance? If you're in a burning house, don't you want someone serious to help you? Do you want the fireman or firewoman who shows up to be detail-oriented and very aware of their surroundings? Do you want the dive master who's leading your scuba trip to be meticulous about details and safety? I think so. Conscientiousness is needed and important. HSPs thoroughly think through the consequences of our actions and non-actions, and other people's too. As Dr. Elaine Aaron once wrote about HSPs, quote, everyone benefits from our conscientiousness. So if they say we are just being compulsive when we take note of where the exits are, they will change their tune if there's a fire. Number two, we get to feel the good stuff deeply. My husband, who does not have the trait of high sensitivity, once said that he envies that I get so excited about things, like seeing a pretty flower or teaching our dog a new trick, for example. These things make me really happy and excited. Here's another example. I actually just won a pair of earrings recently from my favorite jewelry store the other day. It was like a $30 pair of earrings, nothing crazy. But when I discovered that I won, I literally burst out of my chair and jumped all over the room, pumping my fists and yelling. Jim said he thought that I had just discovered we'd won the lottery or something. Nope, I just won a contest for earrings. But they were really pretty earrings, you guys. I used to think everyone felt the way I did, but they don't. 
not everyone gets to experience the same joy that HSPs get from things. Some people pass by beautiful stuff and they barely even notice it. There are people who wish they got more excited about things, whereas we can feel like we're on a high just from seeing something beautiful. It took me a while to be able to embrace this about myself. I really love bright, perfectly symmetrical flowers, as anyone who follows me on Instagram knows because it's pretty much all I post. By the way, my name on Instagram is Highly Sensitive Life, just, you know, in case you feel like following me. And living in Southern California, there are just so many flowers all the time everywhere that are just stunning. I used to keep it to myself when I'd see a beautiful flower, but now I allow myself to feel that joy and giddiness and a huge amount of wonder at nature and how it could be so perfect. Instead of holding it in and thinking that I was overreacting or being weird, I allow myself to feel those intense, joyful, happy feelings now. And why not? It's kind of a gift to feel that strongly. I used to be kind of embarrassed and ashamed of feeling that strongly, but it's taken me a while and now I realize that there's no reason to be ashamed. It's actually kind of cool. The next item on the list is intuition. We know things without knowing how we know. Only in the past year or so have I allowed myself to start trusting my intuition. I used to doubt myself all the time. I was so open-minded to other thoughts and opinions that I always thought that I could be wrong about things. I didn't trust my judgment because I thought, well, how do I know that my reactions are correct instead of somebody else's? Maybe I'm overreacting about everything. But now I've started to listen to my intuition because I've realized that it's correct a lot of the time. Because HSPs are so tuned into all the small details and nuance around us, we're constantly taking in a ton of information. Think of our highly sensitive brain as processing all these little bits of information, sort of like a computer. Well, it's not surprising that our processing little brains come up with lots of conclusions from crunching all that data, using clues that other people might not notice. This is how we know things without knowing how we know. The fact that we absorb all this data can be overwhelming, and it means we might take longer to make decisions, but the decisions we do make are very informed. The risks we take are more likely to be calculated, intelligent risks. That's important. It's almost like we can predict the future, but not in a crystal ball way, but in an educated, careful, observant way. That can be a powerful gift. HSPs have faster reflexes. Yes, I'm talking about physical reflexes. Okay, personal story time. When I was in fifth grade, I played sports, but nobody thought of me as like the super athlete girl. Well, one day we had a field day in class with all of these different events. And one of the events was like a race and obstacle course where you had to run this twisted route through the playground, up and down the slide, under the swings, all over the place. And it was a timed race. There was one girl in my class who everyone knew was like the fast girl. She always was the fastest runner and won all the races. I guess there was a lot of racing in fifth grade. So anyway, the event came around and I remember that it blew everyone away that I did really well. 
I can't remember today if I came in first or second after that fast girl, but either way, no one had ever suspected that me, quiet little unassuming me, was fast. I also used my fast reflexes in softball. In high school, I got on the varsity team as a freshman, mainly because I was a really good batter. People didn't expect much when I approached the plate, small little me with my glasses. I batted leadoff, and I was one of the few girls who could hit really fast pitchers. I knew how to adjust my swing, how to shorten it, and just focus on simply making contact with the ball, whereas most of the other girls never thought about doing that with uh, a pitcher who was really, really hard to hit. I remember we played this team full of giant girls who always crushed us, but I was the only person on the team who got a hit off of their pitcher. Anyway, this isn't a show about me bragging about my sporting achievements, although I will admit that it does feel kind of good to talk about these things. But nowadays, in the present day, my husband calls me the Clumsy Ninja. No joke, this is a name he came up with. It's because I will drop something or knock something off of a table, for example, and I will catch it before it hits the floor. You guys, this kind of happens a lot. And anytime it does happen, I do feel pretty cool about myself. Never did I think that fast reflexes had anything to do with high sensitivity until I started researching it. So what is the connection? Well, being highly sensitive means that we startle more easily because we are sensitive to external stimuli and we have a faster reaction time, fast processing, hence faster reflexes. Now, this doesn't mean that all HSPs are great athletes, of course, but it does seem that many of us have stories of surprising people with our quickness and hand-eye coordination, even when we don't appear to be athletic or sporty. The fifth item on the list. We make things pretty and pleasant. HSPs are often the ones who are thinking about what creates a pleasant environment. Think about feng shui or decorating or making a room feel nice and inviting or making furniture that's comfortable or pleasing. We often are able to make small changes that will make ourselves more physically comfortable in certain situations. And even if we are comfortable, we might think about other people who have different preferences, different body types, different ailments, and what might make them more comfortable too. And the last item is being creative is a powerful outlet for us. So what does it mean to be creative? It means putting things together that are not normally thought of as belonging together. And doing that requires deep processing. Being creative lets us feel like we're letting out some of the feelings inside of us, tapping into our inner world, allowing us to express things that can't be expressed in a traditional way. Being creative feeds our soul, so to speak. It just feels really good. Being creative can relieve stress, reduce anxiety, and even help depression. Yes, being creative can help people who are not HSP as well, but it's stronger in us. Even if you don't think of yourself as artistic, you might be creative in non-traditional ways. One of my favorite quotes from Dr. Elaine Aaron is this, quote, I know all HSPs are creative by definition, but many have squashed their creativity because of their low self-esteem. Many more had it squashed for them before they could ever know about it. But we all have it. 
one of the best ways to make life meaningful for an HSP is to use that creativity. I would love to know what you thought of this episode. Did you agree or disagree with the things I talked about? Let me know in the comments on the show notes page at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 6262. While you're on my blog, you can sign up for my twice monthly newsletter, which will notify you of new blog posts, podcast episodes, and give you curated, interesting HSP news. And if you enjoy this podcast and would like to support it, then please become a patron. Just go to patreon.com slash HSP. You can support the show by giving a recurring donation in any amount. Even $1 is super appreciated. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash HSP. And I'd like to thank Charlie and Al, who are the newest patrons of the show. Thank you so much. Lastly, I want to mention something completely unrelated to high sensitivity. I hope you don't mind. I co-host another podcast called Curious Minds, and it's about science, technology, and history. I just wanted to let you know because it's something I've been a part of for quite a while now, and I think the topics we cover are really interesting. You can find it as CMPod on iTunes or at cmpod.net. Let me know if you check it out. Thanks so much for listening. 